0: Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process, do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinshlo. Howdy everybody, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, uh, along with Richard. How are you, sir? I'm good, sir. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We're excited to record another podcast and have a pretty good conversation. Uh we got a couple topics to go over tonight. Uh you so you ran across a pretty interesting article, right, about uh, duck hunting down here in Texas that I guess in a way you we were saying uh you kinda may have foreshadowed the conclusions in this in this article from one of our previous podcasts, huh?
1: yeah yeah that uh gosh maybe I'm better at this than I think I am <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no it uh it was an article in the Houston Chronicle about uh you know the end of duck season was this past Sunday in Bay or yesterday, and basically it said that uh you know um, um uh, it season end or the, what was it say something like the season's closing to a really frustrating duck season um, and it was actually is one of the better articles that I've, I've actually read because it, it not only covered what was happening here at home in Texas, but but also everywhere else in the country. You know, it talked to, uh, you know, a couple of lines about what was happening in Louisiana, uh, so on and so forth. And, and, and the bottom line of, of the whole article was <clears throat> was a couple of things. Uh, first. Uh, it was talking about how the the weather, and I, I don't think it was climate change. Okay, let's, let's not <laughs> not even go there. We don't have enough we don't have enough bandwidth to go over that 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 stuff. But uh, that'll be a topic uh, you know, for another time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, they were talking about how you know it just hasn't been uh, quote unquote cold enough uh, up north. Which you know, it, that's it's funny because I know we've talked about that. I know we talked about that as far as dove is concerned, you know, and and uh, and obviously with the ducks and geese and whatnot. But um, you know, it, well, it's, especially
0: this this weekend, right? Cause, right, uh, right. My wife uh, over dinner tonight said, "Did you hear how cold it's going to be And Oh happens. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was like, "I have no idea." She's like, "Just guess." Yeah. I was Like, I don't know, five ten degrees. Oh. You're like no, negative like twenty five or something. Oh, That's yeah, without, yeah. without
1: wind chill. <laughs> yeah, it, it's go outside with a jacket and you die with the Texas weather, <laughs> which uh, uh, which is it's kind of crazy. So, but no, yeah. So they were saying that you know because the lack of that type of weather, just not a lot of ducks uh, and geese and cranes comparatively came down to Texas to winter this year, um, which again I, I thought was kind of crazy. And when we talked about that. At the beginning of dove season and whatnot, and uh, you know, I always think about, it, but I really, I really haven't thought about it much since. Um, you know, typically I'll, I'll check the forecast. You know, what's the weather in Oklahoma and Kansas and all that. But the article was going on talking about how a lot of those birds that actually come into Texas. Were held up in Kansas and in Oklahoma, so uh, thanks a bunch. We appreciate that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, really frustrating. Uh, you know, the other thing they were talking about in the article that uh, that, that I was definitely concerned about, and and my um, uh, my predictions came true, is that there was just too much water. Okay, and then again, it, it, it is it is so bitter sweet. Uh, I remember doing the uh, one of our first podcasts talking about. Uh, dove season about how dry it was so on and so forth and you know and and, and how it was going to be great for the dove you know because it's it's going to really concentrate them and if it holds out it'll be great for the ducks but of course it's you know but, but it's also bad in a way obviously because um you know your, your your ponds and your creeks and your tanks dry up you know you you've got limited water supply the the animals are having to, to hone in on one one or two water supplies on a piece of property if that uh, and that makes them a real target for, uh, you know, for predation. Um, uh, but, but, of course, as we talked about, the, the skies opened up and the rains came. And they came to the tune of about two feet. I mean, insane. Uh, and because of that, every, th- every crack and crevice in the entire state of Texas, again, bittersweet, uh, filled up with water uh, and just offered the ducks a myriad of different places to go. I mean, they, they were, they were rich. Okay. They had places they could, they could go on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they could spend the, 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 um, the, the balance of the week in several other places. Um, it was absolute insanity. So, um, it, it was, you know, it was kind of comforting to, to read that article and to, you know, I'm assuming he, he interviewed a lot of, uh, you know, folks in the know, um, and and to hear that that we weren't the only ones that were suffering. Of course, he did. He did point out that that obviously there were lots of people that did have great hunts, on uh, some of the websites that I read, you know, you'll read about the the fellows having some pretty good hunts, and I had one too. I had a, a decent one in November. Been uh, pretty, pretty crappy ever since. Uh, struck out five times in a row, um, but uh, but that's the way it is. Uh, to include this weekend, and, and I can't really say I, I i struck out because i didn't even bother going um yeah i just sat there and i looked out there on our our, our main big tank which is about 10 acres i uh, saw a bunch of ringnecks uh, i actually saw some redheads too which uh the article was actually pointing out that they've not seen many of those down in the along the texas coast which they're normally you know very plentiful um i actually saw a couple of mallards too but I decided not even to go. I, I just kind of put my white flag up when it came to the duck hunting uh, this year. So uh, looking forward to early tail season, that's for sure. It's only yeah. uh, a few short months away. And the article said that
0: uh, – what was the line that, that they said that it seemed like it? they kind of just stopped at? You
1: said Oklahoma or Kansas or something? They They Who's said it? that, yeah, that well, Kansas and Oklahoma was – You know, what was kind of uh, the selected wintering spot for some of these birds. Now, uh, when this article came out, I think it came out yesterday, uh, they had just completed the Texas Aerial uh, Winter Migratory Bird Game Survey, which, I mean, God, I don't know how the hell they do that. I was about
0: to say, how how do you do that? (laughs) Yeah
1: well due to the monstrosity With any accuracy, you know, I mean, oh it's, exactly it's like well i see 15 teal down there so i yeah I,
0: extrapolate I that across the state so that makes for five
1: billion ducks <laughs> exactly 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 but yet i only killed 18 you know, right. here i go again I'm, I'm starting i'm starting to whine um no but they said that actually that that it, it wrapped up this in fact i think it wrapped up saturday or sunday so they should have the 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 data here in a couple of weeks so if we remember we'll uh we'll report back and see what the migratory bird numbers were in the state of texas but apparently according to this article and according to a lot of unhappy hunters it was down um so yeah but that that is literally it is what it is Uh, nothing we can do about it and we just got to uh, look forward to the future so so that's
0: good. It wasn't just you, uh, and it wasn't just uh, Rancho Bandito. It right. Was, uh,
1: they did. They weren't just flying around the ranch ranch Correct. fence. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, they were not. They were not avoiding me. They just really weren't there. Yeah. Um, God, and I, I tell you, it just was so. It was crazy to me because I had such a great. Uh, my second hunt out of the gate was just phenomenal. Uh, we had a big. Well, we had a, a big cold front, or a real big cold front. And it pushed a lot of birds down. And, man, oh, man, I just pounded them. I mean, to shoot a limit, you know, again, it is very rare when we hunt. But um, I just kind of thought that was a sign of things to come. And, God, have mercy, did it fizzle out after that.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. So, um, oh, well, uh, we had a great deer season. And, uh, again, you know, we the, the last the podcast we did, we talked about the off season. Personally, for me, I love the off season. Uh, you know, we again we've got the 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 hog hunting and and the varmint hunting. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We'll be going on an axis hunt uh, this weekend, so we'll we'll do a recap on that. And we've got lots of fun things planned. So, um, yeah, yeah, well, I definitely
0: look forward to hearing about the axis hunt. I'm very jealous. Absolutely. Yes, uh, just, it kills me that I couldn't make it. I know.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Yeah, I actually talked to, uh, we're going to be going with my brother-in-law, uh, me and w- one of our mutual buddies, as you know. And we uh, talked to him, and he said that he talked to the to the fella who's kind of the guy to the area and says they're, uh, they're overrunneth with Axis. Well, uh, I really not tell, tell hope me this, just to yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're stacked up. They're stacked up. So, yeah, uh, be... yeah. He said bring as many coolers as you got. Yeah, so, right, uh, I may need so. to borrow one of yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah it's it'll be a good time but hopefully i'll try to get some pictures and some some video and all that kind of fun stuff so awesome. we'll see how it goes very good well oh. you keep that hide if you get Oh, them. for sure right. oh for sure yeah the wife uh well so this is supposed to be if we see an axis with um it's still in hard antler or still has his antlers um and, and it's a, you know it, it's 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 worth mounting. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put it on the wall. We'll see. Um after uh of course this could literally within twenty-four hours this could literally change because I think I have two slab leaks and um <laughs> probably not gonna have any money to do anything. So I may be calling on you to do me a European mount if oh, you yeah. if you don't mind. Not a problem. Yeah. And I'll actually I'll let you keep the uh, face will... peak too. Yeah, thank
0: you. I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna tax you probably uh, you know a backstrap. <laughs> oh or yeah,
1: that's perfect. <laughs> I, I might I might steal some of Tyson's then. <laughs> and, and, uh... <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, um,
0: yeah. What else? Uh, tell me about what happened this last weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we went down to uh, went down to Rancho Bandito again. Uh, we invited some some friends of ours, two couples. Uh, that are from uh, my daughter's school, daughter's school. Uh, so boy, we, we had a ball. Um, we had like what I don't know 15 kids. That, that's actually not that's that's actually slightly overkill there, but I think it was closer to 10. I really lost kind of lost track. Of, oh, god, <laughs> it, incredibly loud, incredibly sticky, lots of tears, but uh, but lots of fun. Um, yeah, it, it, it was great to have everybody, and you know, the, a, again. Um, having the kids down there and being able to, to show them the wildlife and, and, and yeah, these are city kids, you know, and my daughters too. Uh, these are kids that grow up in the city, you know, they're, uh, they're immersed in school every day and, uh, you know, electronics and, and all the, the cartoons and all that kind of stuff. And, um, it was just so awesome. Uh, really, I, I just, I sat back and just enjoyed watching these kids fly a kite. Okay. Watching these kids run with the dogs down to the, the tank and watch them swim, okay these kids literally Jimmy they were outside the entire time Of course it was a beautiful day uh, at mm. that uh, but they were outside, they were playing uh, they were doing just just enjoying the great outdoors, you know uh, no electronic time and, and, and it was funny. Just how tired it made them, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I've always I've always said that uh, that fresh air is the best recipe for a good night's sleep. And right. these kids uh Friday night not so much. Uh Saturday night it, it, it definitely worked. So uh one of the things I really enjoyed was was taking them all. Uh somehow I managed to jam I guess there wasn't ten of them. I guess there's probably There was eight. Anyways, all different shapes and sizes, ages. And I managed to cram most of them in one of our UTVs while the the moms were getting dressed and making evening drinks on on Saturday. And I took them around and, you know, we we, we talked about cactus and we saw black bug antelope and uh, some turkey we saw some white-tailed at a distance of course they heard us coming from about 2 miles away so um yeah and besides the fact that i am now partially deaf in my right ear uh, it was it was a really 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 cool thing again to expose these kids to the to the great outdoors so oh,
0: that's
1: great um again as I, we we've said it a million times but it's all of our jobs out there as outdoorsmen and women to uh to get the next generation involved so uh i get the gold star my refrigerator that's for sure <laughs> so um but the other thing we did the hunting was pretty good too uh one of my uh, one of my buddies who who came he is actually he's a hunter uh, and he's done quite a bit of it and uh, so we were um looking to to try to maybe take another management buck on um rancho bandido uh we got a handful of tags left, and again, since we're under MLD permits from the state of Texas, we can hunt I think to like the end of February, which we never do. Uh, so we were sitting in one of our blinds that that gives us just a, a really really cool vantage point. We can see all the way down this uh, this telephone this telephone uh, pole um, clearing, if you will, and then there's a there's a creek down below, and then it goes up the the telephone pole continues up on this this pretty you know pretty decent little hill. Uh, and again, it's a right-of-way that's all been cleared out, you know So we, we look up there from time to time And you'll see deer and turkeys and other critters, you know, crossing, okay So uh, it's 4 o'clock, we got him and his son in the blind And we're, we're talking, I uh, loaned his son a pair of binoculars And teaching him how to use it and all that kind of fun stuff And um, I just happened to look up on the hill And uh, I, what caught my attention is this object was black And I I just, I just, I did a double take. I mean, literally. And I said, "Oh my God, that's a hog!" Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason why this is such a, this is such a (laughs) A big big deal, deal,
0: right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: is because we have not seen a hog on this particular pasture. Uh, And we've known they're there, of course, right? But uh, we have not seen a hog on this pasture in in, in years—well over a decade. Uh, Now we did catch a glimpse of one on a trail camera uh, this uh, this October, and. We put a bounty on him, you know, that kind of thing. It was all kind of fun. Um so, anyways, we 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 catch. I catch a glimpse of this, you know, medium-sized uh uh boar uh you know out there the pa- feeding in the power line easement. You know, he's probably a thousand yards away. Uh so obviously there's not a lot we can do at but you know, look and all that kind of stuff. Well, a couple of minutes go by and uh here comes one piggy, here comes another piggy. Here comes a, a, a third piggy, a fourth. It, I'm gonna be here all day because there were 13 piglets oh, uh gosh. with this. That ended up not being a boar, it was a sow. Uh so thirteen piglets. Now, um one of the 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 you know, as far as the age is concerned, I would think they would probably be closer to a month. Feral hog babies um the really young ones they they look they're kind of a lighter brown and they've got stripes on them uh like stripes and almost kind of spots and as they start to lose that they that's when they start to get their color whether it be black or or brown or all that kind of stuff so so these these little dudes had already um started losing the stripes and really what that tells us is that that these guys are self these guys are you know can can take care of themselves which is a bad thing, because as we all know, you know, a, a feral hog that can take care of itself doesn't have a lot of predators and just causes a lot of damage. So, and so they, we had the mama and the can, thirteen babies.
0: Uh, they can, uh, what uh, breed, twice within a year.
1: Right? I think or something so. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and they're like generation at, at, cycle is under like, a
0: year old. Right, like this right, yeah, it's And, they're, and they're, they're, they're
1: like the yeah. the ultimate machine. They are. <laughs> they are they, they they really are and i mean they're i, I want to find out what their just they're like gestation cycle is i mean it's not i mean it's like like three days I and mean, it's absolutely insanity you know how they can uh how they can do that and again you know this this poor mother had had 13 kids that's insanity um so we enjoyed watching them well uh you know about 20 minutes later again they're up there in this easement they're a thousand yards away from us uh so they're about 900 yards away from the feeder, and we had four bucks come out. You know, again, February, uh, the you know, the bucks are 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 starting to get back in their spring and summertime patterns when they start to bachelor up, hang out together. Uh, all is good now, and um, you know we were about to pull the trigger on this one eight, who was four and a half years old, just inside of his ears, not really tall, not really wide, just kind of. Again, we always talk about the subpar subpar eights that that's kind of what this fellow was four and a half years old he's you know great deer we're going to take them. and uh they, they i didn't think the piggies were making that much noise but i guess they were because those bucks looked up on that hill and they were gone really then they, they took off off <sighs> they took off which was really frustrating because i was kind of kind of let this guy pop one of those bucks and then i i kind of thought well you know if the pigs didn't react to it maybe we, we can sneak up and get one of them so mm-hmm. uh yeah, about twenty minutes goes by again and and again the, the no other deer have come out. Hogs are still up there. So uh, at this point, another pig comes out and a little bit bigger boar. So now we've got you know we've got fifteen hogs up there, which again is just just crazy. I, mean, I, <laughs> I thought can't we picture had one it. or two. Oh it, yeah, it, it's <laughs> insane. Uh, so we made the made the decision to uh, to kind of abandon the deer hunting and and I said, listen, why don't you why don't you try to sneak up there? So he. He got out of the blind. me, and his son went back, and we got in our vehicle, and we kind of drove right behind the blind, so we could kind of watch the show unfold. And it was it was a lot of fun. He he said he felt like a uh, he felt like a, a hunter on the on the out like one of the the hunting show channels. And I said, oh my gosh, I, I felt like the audience. It was it was a lot of fun. So <laughs> yeah, where did he walk to?
0: Yeah. So he
1: he walked all the way down the power line easement and uh he was trying to get a shot just before he had to cross the creek but you know from the where we were i mean it looked like the pig was right there you know but but the angle is all jacked up from from where he was and he couldn't see anything and you know that um that uh, that buffalo grass and everything else that's there you he just couldn't he couldn't see the the animal so he crossed the creek and he's making his way uh, along the edge, uh, the right side of the power line easement, and it's, this is all in the show. And like my arms are, are 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 like shaking from holding my binoculars up, watching him do it. Right. Um, <laughs> he gets to where I I think he's like thirty yards. He 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 told me later there was more like seventy five. uh and, and and something happens. They they spook. Now the the little piglets, and I guess I think the boar took off. Well the the one that he was gunning for uh just looked at him I i mean gosh he he froze you know holding that 30 hot six as still as he could um and then she went back to feeding uh well you know after that i think a couple of deer popped into there and she looked over at him he moved a little bit closer and um well the next thing i know i can i i have the in my sight picture i've got the hog and him all in the the same sight picture, and I I see the smoke, you know, come out of the gun, and then it just, it just smacks this hog, And, and the spray coming out of the hog was just something fantastic, and of course, she just, she doubles over and does the, you know, the frozen leg type thing, and oh my god, it was, it was great, it was a lot of fun, so, uh, anyways, I think I sent you those pictures. We can post them on there. It's actually um, I purposely took the picture like that to show you just how far he kind of had to come to 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 get that hog. But uh, yep, we uh, took it back to the house and uh, you know got it all cleaned up and and that was uh, that was pig number one for the weekend. So uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And Of course, it was even better because it was the sow. Uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know that. Uh, uh, her 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 motherly days and nursing days and those 13 piglets is over again.
0: Except, the, you uh, know, probably five or six out of that 13 is probably will be Sal's again. Oh, yeah. most likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. sure. sure.
1: So, so hopefully without their mother, they'll make horrible life decisions, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, they'll start doing pig cocaine, stuff like that. And, and like, you know, maybe, come out during the day they, when we're driving around. Yeah. That's so, right. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just you know, no one just... to teach them, no one to teach them to hide. And that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, they'll make poor choices. They're on yeah. pig skid row, and <laughs> yeah. So we can sit there and hope, and we'll we'll see what happens. Right. So, um, well, fast forward to uh tonight number two. Still trying to get this gentleman uh, a deer. I send them to one of our blinds. This is uh, the West Pens. That's uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to say it's a guarantee, but it's pretty much a guarantee. Uh, been for me yeah well and, and everybody else it is absolutely <laughs> prolific um it, it's just an, an awesome area it it's a it's a little clearing that the that, that we made and, and and all around it is just some outstanding bedding cover a uh, lot of mesquites a lot of lot of cedar there's water nearby and right behind the stand is um you know is 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 a is a gigantic weed field so um it, it is it is a um a great area for deer so uh, they went out there. Fear goes off four o'clock, and they don't see a thing. I cannot, and I'm stunned. You know, I'm wow. trying to handle all the the gobs of children doing our doing our thing and trying to text him. I'm like, God, did they go to the wrong blind? I, mean, I showed them where to go, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, where where do they have uh do they have air fresheners? I don't get it. You know, why why aren't they seeing any deer? Well, that all changed. Okay, I, mean, I guess maybe they're on they're on the 2019 calendar because they they end up showing up and they had a whole bunch of deer. Um, he, uh, again, you know, just like any good deer hunter does, he, and again, he used the feeder. Okay. And he compared all the bodies and, you know, tried to get good agents and, and, and he made the decision that, that none of the deer were worth taking. You know, they just weren't of the right age that again, the power of a deer feeder gives you the ability to sit there and examine all of your targets before you put them down. Hey, there's a great concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, no, the the deer were were uh, were candidates to take. So uh, uh, dawn or dusk is approaching, and guess who shows up? Uh, it's Mister Hog. And so they had uh, a probably a uh, hundred and thirty <laughs> twenty hundred thirty pound boar show up. And um, this time, it's it's uh, uh, my my buddies gonna let my other buddy shoot. Uh so my other buddy uh does I don't believe he's got any experience with a rifle, uh, which of course is something that, you know, I always encourage people to shoot so on and so forth. I know he does want to learn how to hunt, so that's what we're gonna do. We're you know, we're gonna he's gonna be the next young apprentice, I hope, and and train him to hunt, to understand the, the management and, and the technique and all that kind of stuff behind hunting. But uh anyways, he uh he put the uh, the crosshairs on the the shoulder and and absolutely stomped him and uh the pig pig ran off a little bit but didn't make it far and you know we had we had kind of thought that maybe he had shot a little back uh which you know first time shooting a a a, a big rifle i mean at 100 yards i mean god you know i don't having a, a not so accurate shot i think is, is to be expected but uh, uh, i'm impressed that he he hit it
0: yeah, Surely, well, that, I mean, I just,
1: well, he he didn't just hit it, jerked he,
0: it, and, you know,
1: yeah. any, any number of things you could do if you're, there, not, no if you're doubt. not comfortable shooting it. You know, there's no doubt, there's no doubt. Yeah, um, but he he, he 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 smacked him, he smacked him good, and I know this because uh, I was the guy who volunteered and I said, you know what, if you shoot a pig, I, I'll get him cleaned up for you, <laughs> for you, cleaned up for you, cleaned up. For you. So, yeah, <laughs> so that was echoing my head. And, uh yeah sure enough he brought him home and um and boy I I butchered him up something good but uh let's put it this way he made such a great shot that the both shoulders were completely and totally uh not salvageable I mean that 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 pig could do things with his shoulders that the good Lord never intended it to so um they were completely blown out. Yeah. Uh but we were able to get the ribs. Uh use that little half axe to, to, to take all the ribs out. I knew you'd be proud. Yeah. Um Yeah, the tenders and the back straps and, and cut the, the meat off the, the bone of the of the ham. So uh, it was a real cool experience for him. His wife got to come out and, you know, kind of watch everything, and I got to explain to him, you know, and and, and the one thing that that he found uh, very interesting, and and I I had thought about but never put much thought really into it, was uh, you know I pulled out the tenderloin. He goes, "That's it?" I said, "Well, sure, sure, that's it." And then it just kind of dawned on me. Wait a minute,
0: you know, oh, when, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know you, you're, I know you're if going. If with you're in the
1: store, yeah. yeah. When you're in the store, you get a tender, you get a tenderloin out. It looks like a. A small loaf of bread, you yeah. know. It looks like a like a, well, I mean, a backstrap, you know. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it looks like a backstrap. So, um, and I was like, man, you know, it just again, I just never really had thought about it, but so, but that really kind of put everything in in context about how, you know, the 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 grocery store hogs or pigs, rather, you know, how big they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he, uh, well, I'm he glad he gave it.
0: Got the ribs for him because oh, uh, for sure. Let me tell
1: you, uh, there
0: is nothing like. Those wild wild hog ribs, yeah, oh, so good. Oh,
1: for sure, for sure. So, uh, anyways, he's gonna be trying it out. Now, the other great thing about this particular hog is he had some pretty good cutters. Uh, that dude had some teeth. Uh, so we uh, we removed the the head, and uh, he's gonna take it in to get it uh, taxidermist. And so, All right. it's perfect because he he's a lawyer. So, um, you know, he's gonna have that so he can be nice. and can. He can look real mean and tough, you know. He's a he's a hog killer now and all that kind of there stuff. So, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you get one with good tusks. You got you have to at least get a skull mount, and that's in my mind that's an yep. essential. That's required. I agree,
1: and that's exact. That's exactly what he's going to do. So, good. Yep. Well, very cool. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it was real exciting. Again, uh, you know, somebody who uh, I don't think he had any experience hunting. Uh, growing up um you know t- to be able to 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 share that with somebody uh i mean there just there aren't words you know mm-hmm. uh and and i hope that and i i'm i'm pretty sure that we have yet another person who would uh who would stand there on the front battle lines against those who think that uh hunting is cruel and all that kind of stuff so uh good to have another uh good to have another brother in the fight that's for sure well well done good job in the recruiting <laughs> yep. Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Well, great yeah. stories. No, that's uh the, that's what it's all about. The yep. stories right there, you know. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh is there anything else you wanted to
1: to talk about? <sighs> you know, my friend, I I think that, uh that's funny when we were uh we were talking about the Feed Bandit podcast with with uh, this group and they had all been listening and and we're you know we we are very thankful for all of our listeners our uh, listenership if, if that's a word is uh, seems to be really going through the roof so we're really really happy but uh uh they were they were all asking you know are, is is this weekend going to make the cut and i said you know as good as this weekend has gone i think we can do almost an entire episode dedicated to them so there you go uh <laughs> yeah yeah. You're famous. I know. Good good <laughs> times, absolutely. Even though I have yet to mention their names. <laughs> but they know who they are. So. Uh, there you go. Yeah. The, the uh,
0: you know, Anonymous, famous people. That's right. Well done. Um, absolutely. So you, well done to you both. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, that, uh, amazing to see a hog on the HQ like that and to see that. Yeah. And that's – I can't uh, – I really can't picture it because – Frankly, yeah. yeah, I've never seen that. But I know. I, I know. mean, you see that outside, you know, in the uh, the other pastures. Oh yeah, pastures, yeah. But uh, yeah, very cool. Well,
1: and and yeah, and you know, back in the day, and we were just loaded down with them. Back in the day, as in like '96 through, you know, whenever we were just we were our our, our cup runneth over with uh, with with swine. Uh, they were absolutely everywhere, and then they just seemed to kind of kind of disappear. But You know, I think with a lot of animals, as you start to really uh, tighten the noose per se, they they start to get they start to get you know uh, educated, Um, and and they'll go nocturnal, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, I know we really put the hammer down on on the 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 pigs on this this pasture and years ago, and they seem to kind of disappear. But we you know we always know they're there. So, yep, it was a it was a great weekend, another great off season weekend well there you go there yep.
0: you go Yep. awesome all right well I, I think that's uh that's good for tonight um unless you got something else but i think uh, i'm good my friend no nah, i just want to echo your uh, sentiments about you know thanking everyone who's listened and keeps listening so far we really appreciate it you know we do it we do it for y'all and yeah we're going to continue to do it for uh y'all as well as uh we have some uh really cool uh, podcast coming up with some uh yep. some gear manufacturers uh, some other service right. providers so stick around pay look uh, you know look us up make sure you have uh, subscribed on your podcast app so you'll get automatically you know uh, informed of when those new podcasts come out and uh, also uh, be sure to check out our website uh, feedbandit.com and then click on the the link up top for uh gear giveaway contests uh, we're pretty much always running a giveaway contest so and it just depend you know depends on the week to see what 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 uh, piece of gear it is uh, but yeah go over there feedbandedcom uh, click on the gear giveaway contest link or just feedbandedcom slash contest uh, bookmark that webpage and check it occasionally every now and then there might be something on there that uh, that interests you so, uh, yeah, with that, uh, I think that's it. Uh, we'll bid you everyone listening adieu, and uh, y'all have a good one. Thanks for your local feed store, folks. That, absolutely. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, Come on over and join the hunt at FeedBandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to feedbannet.com slash promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to feedbannet.com slash iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, please remember to support your local feed store.